0: Joining
1: conference now. Begin or
2: while
1: we wait. Hello. Am I in the am I in the den of lions? Well then, well then, you ferocious beasts. If I'm on the line, then you're on the air. How are you? There's <laughs> this pause. Like, did he just say we should sound interesting now? Okay, wait a second. Um, congratulations to you guys. I've, I've seen, uh, uh I'm, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I've seen how, how the media has grabbed the attention of your show as well they should. Um, you have, I think, five reviewers already clamoring to see your show and, and, uh, the press has been wonderful and just reading up all about it. I'm very excited about it and, and I'm a, I'm a, a macabre lover. So needless to say, you, you had me with it sounding like Black Mirror. Uh, uh so so tell our listeners about the show. Firstly introduce yourselves because we have a we have a whole group of you there. So introduce yourselves and and, and tell us about the show. Okay, don't
2: take it away. Let's go in alphabetical order,
3: right? There you go. <laughs> all right. So, uh hi Kate, thank you for having us on.
2: And uh this is um uh, Lucia i Um but I go by Lou. I'm the director um, for education, and I give it away to uh, Trenton if we went alphabetical
3: And uh, hi, everyone. Um, and Jay. thanks for having us on. Um, my name is Trenton Clark, and I am one of the uh, one of the three producers for the show. And uh, I also uh, I also get to, to act in the show a little bit as well. Um, so. I'll be there, holding the audience's hand uh, all the way from pre-production through the, through the show itself. So we're we're very excited.
0: Cool. Hey, this is Naya James. Thank you, Jay. I'm really excited about the podcast. Um, I am the writer of the show. Uh, I'm
1: also producing with these two lovely people, and I'm acting in it as well. Excellent. You know, you guys are so smart on on the first level because. Uh, I see no competition between the three of you because you have a director, you have an actor, you have you have a, a a writer, and you're all the producers. So right there already, that explains the the energy that's coming from you guys. It's it's you're all you're all the Avengers for heaven's sake. You're all fighting on the same team, which is which is absolutely wonderful. Now now you're doing a show with a really intelligent title, Abdication, and it is it is uh, uh, three tales. Uh, I won't say futuristic, I'll just say three cautionary tales of, of what can happen when we when we seem to give up as much of ourselves and much of our freedom. Uh, sh- share with us a little bit more about the show.
0: Sure. Um, I can take that one. So I guess the, the idea behind education is that the kind of looking around where we are in the present day, there are just more and more opportunities for people to kind of check out right like even if you're talking about walking down the street and people like watching the movie on their phone versus looking at at their surroundings you know or it's just a matter of like oh i'm going to stay in tonight and watch tv versus go out and like hang out with my friends or my family so it kind of came out of that and basically what education is is um so you know the term would mean to kind of give up or renounce something so This idea of renouncing your sort of responsibilities in life. Um, And it can happen, you know, gradually. It can happen in a formal manner, as we talk about people renouncing their own kind of thing. But the whole idea is we're we're born as people in this world. And that comes with a certain set of responsibilities to kind of show up for life. And more and more, there are opportunities to not show up for life. So this is a commentary. I comedic too. it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek view on what happens if people decide to abdicate in maybe a more severe or acute way in certain aspects of their life and what it does to society in general and what it does to the people closest to them.
1: I, I think your your uh, observations in terms of being a playwright are really brilliant because just, uh, just from the, the general notion, one of them – one of them is reminiscent of *A Handmaid's Tale* because uh, there, everyone is suddenly now colorified uh, uh, from what the description showed. Which, which is what we do nowadays—we all become numbers. Uh, I don't know how many times I'll get on the phone with customer service for anything, and they want to know is the last four digits of my social security number, or if I have the code that was sent to me in an email three weeks ago. Nobody cares about my name anymore, so that's that's quite brilliant. Uh, you had another one that deals with virtual reality—that someone not happy with their lives, decided they're going to, to check in to the virtual world. And and uh, I, we see nowadays how, how reality is so blurred. People, you know, the, the notion of what is real simply by what internet troll has to say online uh, is, is scarily important. And I won't get political, but let's just say we hear one thing from a, from a, 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 from a, a leader, and it's not reality at all. And the third piece, uh, what is the third piece again? You had you had one. which Sorry, go No, I was just gonna say you had one about uh colorization. One about virtual reality. Uh, and the third piece Yeah, Lou, you want to go ahead and tell them about leg lobotomy? Yeah.
0: That's the one that's the one.
2: Um, and that 's what it's about, and how these people eventually deal with the choice of whether to go um, through with their uh, their
1: right to feel for one day i 'm hearing that so often in so many different phrases there's a whole movement of people who've decided since they can 't get a date they won 't get a date, and they 're just going to give up you know uh, uh, any kind of romantic entanglement uh, then there's there's the the statistics all over the place about how. People are, are having much more internet intimacy than, than actual physical intimacy, and chil- the, the birth rate of children is going down a little bit more. Uh, uh, it's it's really scary. Now, Lou, while, while, while you're grabbing uh, uh, the conversation here, I, I wanted to ask you, you have three scary tales. Uh, it, it is so easy, and people think it's, it's a simple genre. It's not. It is so easy to turn cautionary tales, to turn macabre tales into something too funny or something too campy or something just unpleasant and unreal? What are you doing as director to make sure that these these pieces are are, are, are scary and stunning at the same time? Well, honestly, I can take very little credit for it,
2: because honestly, I was one um, very, very great character development and work from Naya, our playwright, I um, yeah, no, seriously, I mean, it's, um, it all starts there. And, See, I told you, uh, you three are a love like, fest, uh, it's
1: amazing. I'm sorry, keep going.
0: <laughs> what, what, what? He <laughs> said we're a love fest,
2: and it's true. No, we are, but, but it is true, because, I mean, then it becomes my job, you know, not to screw that up, in a way, you know what I mean? And to just, like, keep it simple and really stick to what uh, to what's human and what's the human behavior behind, uh, you know, no matter what the situation is. Uh, if we're talking about, you know, a, a crazy situation where we can get lobotomized but do not ever feel love and romantic feelings anymore, great. I just have to keep it grounded and, uh, you know, play with the big what if and uh, put myself in those shoes and help the actors put themselves in those shoes as well. Uh, without mocking at it or without pushing at it, Um, you know. And, I mean, they are very out there tales and a little bit scary, but, I mean, it's all things that we can look at and say, oh, my God, this could happen maybe five years, ten years. Did this happen five years ago and we're just still digesting it? So, yes, I hope this makes sense. (laughs) I am
1: so glad you said that because there are so many moments where where people sit down and say, "Oh, that'll never happen," and instead, it's been happening for for years, if not decades. So, so you're rooting everything in the reality that, that that you have on that page. You're not, you're not, you're not adding anything to it. It's simply this can happen, this might happen, and if we're not careful, it will happen.
2: Uh, yes, yes, and again, the characters that I write usually have a very distinct, you know, personality. That helps me and the
1: actors a whole lot. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Now, speaking of the actors and speaking of, of the human element, Trenton, uh, uh, you have the good fortune to be in. You're in uh, how many of these tales? Well, I'm actually, well,
3: I, I make an appearance in a couple of capacities uh, in two of the specific tales, uh, although neither one of those appearances will be live on stage. Oh! we <laughs> We've added a lot of elements uh, to, to this show um, that are sort of uh, challenging of the status quo of how people take theater in. Um, and uh, and it's all relative uh, to abdication and uh, our willingness to use devices of any kind to escape ourselves or the world around us. Um, but I have the distinct pleasure of serving as the entire show narrative force. Oh, excellent. And I get to introduce to the play. Uh,
1: oh, excellent.
3: And, uh, so, so I sort of serve as this physical embodiment of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of private curator for the audience. Um, and, uh, and we, there's some fantastically fun elements in that part of the show that we get to play with. Um, you know, I've drawn inspiration from characters like, uh, ringleaders of Circus, you know Barnum and Bailey types, and uh, and uh, some of the larger personalities that have been a part of the uh, the hosting history of the entertainment world. We've talked about Johnny Carson, and we've talked about anybody who's ever hosted uh, an awards ceremony, and those have all kind of influenced the, the creation of this character who is um, who is in charge of guiding the audience through these tales.
1: Wow. So- well, the <laughs> okay so 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 I have two thoughts going through my brain number one, so you're taking it more from that, and that makes it extra creepy, oh my gosh you're taking it more from from you're almost lampooning the commercial aspect of things, you know uh by being the Johnny Carson by being the David Letterman up there um because uh, I was drawing the breath to say, Oh are you the rod Serling of this of this production, and looking at your resume picture, you have his hair, so there you go, you could, but uh um but, uh, so you're taking it more from, like, li- making people laugh, and then when they stop laughing, they suddenly realize what they're laughing at. You know, you're, you're giving them that, yeah. that yeah. oh, you think it's funny? Okay, go look in the mirror. Right. Um,
3: wow. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, it's something that through this development has been just loaded with different discoveries about where we could be coming from. Course. Um, but the narrator had the commentary of his own. Um, Excellent. And a couple, of, uh, a couple of very ominous looking attendants to assist him. <laughs> uh, so it's, uh, it's definitely got a little bit of Rod Sterling, you know, trust me with a wink in my eye kind of feel to it. Um, but I, I, I entrust the audience will have a variety of experiences at this show. There will be laughter and a lot of uneasy reflection at the same time.
1: I think that's really inspired because that's that's what we're suffering through now. We 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 have these ads that make us feel all warm and lovely until we realize just how much money they're taking from us for nothing. So so you're really hitting people where where they need to be hit. Um And, and from what I'm hearing, you're also, you're also, the only, the other, the other futuristic end of your show is the fact that you have multimedia, you have musical moments, you have dance moments, you have animation, you have film segments. Holy mackerel. Guys, you're in a festival. Just do the show and go home. Um... I think, I think this is amazing. I, I remember years ago on Broadway, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber had a musical, The Lady in Green, The Lady in White, The Lady in... I don't even remember what the lady's color was, but but he had film sequences going on behind the actors, and everyone thought how innovative that was. And that's Broadway. Now, now, now you guys, being in the indie world, you have a different kind of budget, you have a different kind of, of, of obstacle path, if you will. Uh, how was it to, to put together, or uh, you're doing it even as we speak, how was it to uh, to get all of these elements together into one cohesive show? <laughs> <laughs> you all suddenly got unhappy. You All went, oh yeah, that's
0: right. You have to put it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I I can
2: talk a little bit, and I've, uh, uh, also because I feel like most of it's my fault. Uh, it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, no, actually no, I'm sorry. I am not actually, okay, so the TV element uh, was born uh, by the necessity of actually telling um, the clear story of the love lobotomy uh, people, uh, which is the second segment, uh, which happens into two different time um, occurrences, meaning the present and then either flashbacks or otherwise. And uh, we, of course, had to use um, sort of the same... Actors, or at least we don't know, twin actors. <laughs> ah. And um, you know what I mean. So, but um, so that was a challenge. And uh, considering, I don't know, maybe because I do have a background uh, with video, and um, I have worked in multimedia shows before. You know, uh, it came to me quite quite quickly. So I was like, okay, we just uh, we just need to add a film element to this, um, and then. um, Naya and I, uh, about a year ago or so, had already uh, uh, discussed the idea of uh, adding some animation It makes sense to me because of, the, uh, of what the plays are about, right? right. Technology and like, higher powers and, you know, robots, if you will. Not robots, but, you know, technology kind of taking over uh, human things. Um, the multimedia element uh, is there to remind us.
1: Now, now you you said something very really interesting. You said uh, that, that you, you had no choice. This is this is what helps your show. Okay, production scheme aside, do you think this is the future of of indie theater? Do you think multimedia? Because every uh, there are so many festivals, there are so many shows that go up in indie theater. We we rival Broadway and Off Broadway times ten many times. And and um, do you think like like. From, from now on, it's like, what do you mean you don't have TV elements? What do you mean you don't have animation? Do you think it's, it's reaching the, the point as simple as lighting and, and curtains?
2: Um, I, I hope it doesn't become the, the future of theater just for the sake of becoming the future of theater because we need to see a screen wherever we go. Um, mm. I see a lot of you know, plays without multimedia. And if the writing is great and the acting is great and the directing is great, even if it's a simple set, Um, And you don't need the multimedia to tell the story, you know. Good for you. you. It's it's all there to serve the story. I I, I don't think multimedia, just for the sake of having multimedia, is going to help anybody. (laughs)
3: Okay, Okay. good. If I could jump off of that. At the same time, you know, we've watched innovators um, like uh, like Julie Taymor um, bring things to the stage that were never done. Um, And in the last couple of decades, we've seen how much bigger and grander theater can be. Um, and then, you know, we have shows like Hamilton, which again, completely redefine what is a Broadway show. Um, and technology has been
2: really important
3: on Broadway as far as video and, and projections and lighting um, in recent years because it's become so, so elemental in our everyday lives. It's an easy way to link with the audience uh, because they understand that experience. And many of them go home and they seek that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and our show kind of has a sort of like a, a retroactive feeling love, hate with technology. Oh. Um, it's there. And we comment a little bit about how it's going to develop moving forward. But we also look back and we talk about, you know, what we've dreamt about our technology being in the past and then the reality of what they became. Um, and I think when you look around at life and you compare the past with what you want or with what you see now, um, that bittersweet element is always there. And that's one of the things that I love about the multimedia in our show is it came about so naturally. Um, and it's also there to deliver on the depth of the experience in the theater and help deliver the humor that is there and, and help, you know, hold that mirror up to us when we have to do those lovely reflecting moments It's crucial to us, um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how theater as a whole moves forward throughout the years. You know, we're starting to see tactile theater, hands-on theater—not um, something that it's always done. It's always transformed itself, and it will continue to do that. So, so we're so just we're happy to be a part of, of that change.
1: So, from what I'm hearing from, from from you guys, is it's not so much bringing in the multimedia, but bringing in some form of innovation, some form of of, of newness, if you will to to a production that that indie theater has to keep striving to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think Lou really hit the nail on the head when she said ultimately it has to serve the story. In in our show, the like our tech or our T V is very much an additional character. Um, it has a presence <laughs> on purpose, it has a very specific presence. Um so I think the whole idea is exactly what she said, like let's not do stuff just for the sake of doing it or, be, or to have things be different just for the sake of being different. Um, we did not go into it thinking that, oh, we're going to throw all of these crazy elements at it just because it will be fun and it will impress people. Not at all. Every step of the way, it was like, okay, this is absolutely going to enrich the story and this is going to add to what's going on overall. So, um, yeah, we, there is a little bit, I think, of, of an onus when you're doing a new original production in independent theater to really blow people away by something that's different. I do think that you can do that just with a good story, and I really also hope that, you know, I mean, I think Shakespeare is going to be around forever, and it's because it has those timeless themes that we can all identify with, and we're just telling the same types of stories that we hope people will resonate with in all kinds of different ways.
1: Good for you. Good for you. Uh, uh, last question, and this gets gets the logistical. Um, festivals, festivals have changed immensely. Lou, I know you from from one of the premier festivals of New York, Planet Connections, and and mm-hmm. uh, festivals have changed immensely uh, over the last few years. Uh, the 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 skyline of festivals is completely different, even in the way. Things run. Uh, Whether you want to reference the festival you're in, which is the Dream Up Festival at Theater for the New City, uh, or just festivals in general, how has it been now to be in a festival? If if an actor came to you, and I've had many who come to me and say, okay, I have a play, I want to put it in a festival. What do I do? What would you tell them in terms of festivals in New York? Oh, Oh, yeah, that. You all go, all right, now what do I say here that doesn't have the word?
0: That's I'm gonna say true. number one, get a team together before you even go into it that you can really rely on and that you can count on. I personally feel extremely lucky in the, in the people that like we're all talking to right now. And then also just with the, some supporting staff that we've had along the way, absolutely would not have been possible. So,
1: so the main thing is get 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 your soldiers together. Make sure your army is 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 a is a competent bunch. So whatever comes before, whatever comes after that, uh, is uh, is is easy to to fix, if you will.
3: Certainly easier to handle. There you um, go. You know, <laughs> with with, a, with the festival, you've got so many shows, um, and then you've got the uh, the generous presenters and their team to, who get together to manage things from their side. So there's so many moving pieces. Um, and uh, the more moving pieces there are, the easier it is to forget something or, or just to miss something entirely. Um, but having that team, I mean, that was absolutely crucial with us. Um, you know, everybody threw all in. And uh, it's, it's the only way that we've managed to get it that because the pace of this. I mean, how many weeks has this been, move? Um, <laughs>
0: We're talking no, 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 Yeah. <laughs>
3: From, from from inception and pre-production to rehearsing and, and then our opening next
2: week.
1: Um, it started in so April. April. Yeah. I, uh, so it it, it happened I, that I concur with you completely, and I, I think it's very wise of you all to say that, because so many times I listen, uh, I'll, I'll go to, to seminars and things like that regarding festivals and whatever and I'll hear remarks like oh well have your money and then fill out your form and then contact but no one no one has the, the smartness to simply say, okay get a team of people who all believe in the project as hard as you do so that whatever comes along you know you're just like you guys are and you're all holding hands and getting it together uh, I think I think that's the simplest and the wisest maneuver anyone could make. Well said. Uh, so, so what's next for this show? This is this this could be a biggie. Are you? Uh, what's? Where, where do you hope it goes? Uh, well, the sky's
0: the limit, oh I mean, guys.
3: Keep keep developing developing it. I mean, if the show resonates with people and people want to continue to support it, we want to continue to develop it. Um, and uh, finding a place where we can call home uh, would be a fantastic start
1: to that. And uh, you know, just garnering general support from the theater community to see something like this get up on its feet. So you're thinking of an open-ended run somewhere, or or a, a, at least an extended run at another theater somewhere. Plant it into another theater and let it just, just live its life.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah. Again. I mean, all, yeah, all the elements, all the, all the elements we have, you know, married to this uh, as of right now, would uh, would benefit from having a space to call our own for sure. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Again, that's that's very astute of you. I, uh, I hear so many people say, "Oh, I want to put it on Broadway," and uh, Nathan Lane will be in it. So, so it's it's <laughs> great that, that you're sitting here again, and and it it says everything about the material itself. You're saying, "Okay, we're we're preparing for a good future wherever that future happens to be," which is which is essentially what your show is about. Here's what the future will be if, if, if you abdicate. Now, imagine if you just stepped into life, what the future could possibly be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, so much. Um, uh, I look forward to this show. Uh, I'm sure the audience does. This is going to be a blast. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope not only uh, do you fill the houses, but you fill the minds of, of every member of that audience. Thank you all very much. I will, I will make sure our listeners oh, know great. exactly Thank where. You, my Thank pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you all so much, and and I will talk to you soon.
0: Give them hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take <Bet me> care. <well. laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs>